0: Hi there listeners, welcome to episode 87 of Never on the Backfoot Podcast. This is a special series conceptualized to put in perspective the recently concluded IPL Mega Auction and a preview of sorts before the 2022 edition of this illustrious IPL. I will be interviewing a fan from each of the 10 franchisees in the IPL as fans are a very important component of the game and hearing from these ardent fans will definitely be enriching. On the podcast today, we have Yuvraj Nanda, the founder of Lions Den, that is the mainstream Punjab Kings fan club on social media. Hi there, Yuvraj. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really looking forward to having this discussion with you.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me to uh, Never on the Backfoot podcast. I must say you're doing a wonderful job on um, this platform like I went through some of your shows before. So yeah, I I must consider that you've been doing a wonderful job so far.
0: Thank you so much. And uh, to kickstart our uh, interview, how did you become such a big fan of Punjab Kings?
1: Well, um, it all began back in 2011 when I was just 8 years old. However, I wasn't mature enough to understand the game of cricket. But uh, point being that I still used to watch it for the sake of my enjoyment and how an eight-year-old kids begin watching cricket and how it all begins for a person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, in 2011, when we had 10 teams for the last time in the IPL, I began watching it. And from 2013 onwards, I began supporting it with all of my heart and soul into it. So basically, it's been like nine years. I will consider myself as a fan since 2013 because I wasn't really sensible enough because of the initial two years. So since 2013, I'm supporting this team and then followed by that year, we had that golden era of 2014 under George mm. So Yeah, it has such beautiful nostalgic memories for me as a fan.
0: Right. And you also have started the official fan page for Punjab King. So how's that yeah, journey yeah. been like?
1: Well, I think it it came out naturally. I was always into the idea of content creation. I think um, uh, being a person who has some sense of credibility as far as creativity is concerned. So I tried uh, to decide like I can put out my efforts into something that I dearly love from all of my heart. So it, it all uh, began with the idea in July 2020 when um, on social media, all the other IPL franchises had proper uh, fan clubs, organized fan clubs, except my team. So mm-hmm. I decided to like, create one for Punjab Kings and then it all began in August 2020, one month before the IPL. And, you know, it, it went off like boom. Now we have over 12,000 of network on social media.
0: Wow, that's just amazing. And uh, as a fan and even as a person who watches cricket, when you uh, look at Punjab King's journey in all these years of IPL, obviously they've not uh, won as yet. But if you were to you know, reflect on the biggest hits and misses of the last season, uh, what would be some of your uh, reflections?
1: Well, um, last year, honestly, um, as far as my personal journey is concerned or my personal opinions are concerned, I did not enjoy 2021 as much as I did in 2020, although we lost five in a row, but we also won five in a row. So that really compensated the season for us. So 2020 still has wonderful memories to go with because we actually played good cricket, whether we won it or not, but we played good cricket in 2020. But 2021, I felt like a lot was missing, except the first game where we batted clinically against Rajasthan and then Arsteep came into our saviour versus Sanju Samson in the last over. So yeah, for a previous season, wasn't enough of like one to remember for me. I think it was very blurry. I don't even have any memories to go with from that season. Also, because we couldn't really win two games in a row. So, until and unless that happens, you do not have much of a flow to have with. So, no flow, no memories uh, of IPL 2021, but I'm really looking forward to a very special season this year.
0: Exactly. Bygones, let the bygones be bygones. And coming to this season, uh, Punjab did have some good retentions in the form of Mayank Agarwal and Arsteep Singh. So what do you, how do you rate these retentions?
1: Um, I think the retentions were good. Um, Only uh, one thing that could have been associated with a better decision was that retaining Bishnoi and buying back Arshdeep at the auction, no hate to Arshdeep at all. Mm-hmm. But I just think that Bishnoi has been very clinical with the performances where we have defended low totals. So um, I had that little edge towards Bishnoi, but I'm very, very satisfied
0: with both of the retentions, nevertheless. Right. And uh, Punjab Kings has often, you know, been ridiculed for failing at the auctions or overspending on the wrong players. But I feel this time around, and even the sentiment on social media has been that, you know, that Punjab Kings has actually performed super good in the auctions. So what are your thoughts on the same?
1: Um, I have similar thoughts, honestly speaking, without any bias towards my team, that just because it's my team, I'm going to say that, it's not at all like that, but being an absolutely, uh, exclusively a cricket fan, it is a very pertinent call to say that Punjab Kings does have a very balanced lineup this year and probably probably the biggest um, uh, in terms of balance this time around in, in front of the nine other teams. So I do look at my team making it to the playoffs finally after eight years, but I um, Yeah, um, uh, everything uh, gets decided on the field and not on paper. On paper, we always look strong, but yeah, this time around, we look even more stronger. So I am expecting better things forward.
0: Exactly. And uh, I think, you know, the key to Punjab's great auction this time around probably was their willingness, right, to go for these valuable mid-range players rather than just emptying their pockets in the big names, which was actually very strategic. Now, Kagiso Rabada is arguably, you know, the only buy that probably was a little out of budget for you guys, but it, you know, sorted a major issue, death bowling. So what were your thoughts on this acquisition?
1: I was very much satisfied with the purchase of Rabada because um, we always had this drawback and that was the lack of death bowlers. Like, let's be honest, even muhammad Shami, despite being really good for us, I even wanted him back, but he never really solved our death bowling issues. So, um, one... Uh, one or two bowlers I was looking forward to however Jofra Archer was my priority but because I wasn't sure about his fitness so Kagiso Rabada was sure shot sure pick for me before the auction itself so I was very very satisfied when they they came up for Rabada at the auction so um, yeah looking forward but one one bought, uh, one purchase that could have been a little different was that we might have gone for Jason Holder in place of Odin Smith only mm. because of experience. Although I love Odin Smith as a cricketer, but only for the sake of experience, we could have gone for Holder. But yeah, I'm still fine with the
0: squad. Fair enough. And also a few franchises can, you know, match their abundance of power hitters or their uh, batting depth. Now, Shikhar Dhawan's presence in the top order does compensate for the loss of your captain, K.L. Rahul. And uh, he was obviously your most prolific batter for the past few seasons. Now, Dhawan will not just open, but he will also rank as a contender, right, for captaincy. And this is along the lines of someone like Mayank Agarwal. So how did you like the purchase of Dhawan? Will he form... uh, solid duo with Mayank Agarwal and additionally who do you see as the captain for Punjab Kings this season? Um,
1: See let's be honest the departure of KL Rahul was a huge blow for us as a Mm -hmm. franchisee because he actually carried the batting lineup since three years but um, uh, the kind of uh, performance the franchisee has uh, made at the auction um, they do not make me miss Rahul as much as I could have if we did not do well enough at the auctions, only because we now have Shikhar Dhawan opening up for us and we have a left-right combination at the opening stand with Mayank Agarwal, of course. Hmm. So um, it might be an unpopular opinion, but I look at Shikhar Dhawan and Mayank Agarwal being a better opening choice than Rahul and Mayank, only because Rahul and Mayank are very similar to each other. So, Shikhar and Mayank are any day a better option for me as a fan to look at my team opening up with. And then followed by Johnny Bairstow, Liam Livingston, Charup Khan was an excellent buyback. And then, of course, we have the likes of Banuka Rajapakse or um, Odeen Smith coming in at 6. And then at 7, we we can have Rashid Havan or Raj Bawa. So, this does look like a deadly uh, batting lineup on paper at least but I also hope they do equally well at the field.
0: Exactly. And uh, coming to my question about who do you want to see as the captain for Punjab Kings this season?
1: Um, it's See, we um, only have two contenders and that's Shikhar Dhawan and Mayank Agarwal. So I am completely fine with either of these. One is that Shikhar Dhawan has experience with him and mayank because he carries experience of punjab so mm. mayank knows the team better but shikhar dhawan might just know captaincy better than mayank so i'll i'll be fine with either of these but um, if if i have to choose one i'll go with shikhar dhawan probably
0: Okay. And uh, in Johnny Bairstow and someone like Liam Livingston, I think Punjab has found you know two of the most dangerous hitters of uh, the ball. And this is against all types of bowling in the top and the middle order. Now, how excited were you at the acquisition of these two? Because we know during the auction, the bidding was intense for these two players. So how was your adrenaline like when the bidding was happening?
1: Um, honestly speaking, when uh, Liam Livingston went past eight crores, <laughs> I was done with him. Um, only because I saw Rasi Dusan coming up next, or even Aidan Markram for that matter. So I thought, like, Liam Livingston is a brilliant buy. I wanted him in the team, but the kind of um, amount they went in for him, and that was 11 crores, of course. So I wasn't um, very satisfied with the price. But Liam Livingston is an excellent purchase for the team. Like on his day, he can just simply get going. We saw that in the World Cup, hitting someone as world class as Kagiso Rabada for three sixes in a row is no joke. So there even in, in, in the T10 cricket, in the 100 ball cricket, Liam Livingston has been lo- ruling the world of white ball cricket now. And even in the PSL, he's been in wonderful form except for the last two games. So I'm certainly looking forward to Rasivanda Dusan and we do have one very good backup for him in Benny Howell. Uh, Not many people know him, but he's a brilliant uh, player from county cricket. I think he's played for Gloucestershire in England Mm. and he also played for Birmingham Phoenix in the 100 ball cricket and what a player.
0: Okay. And uh, even, you know, you did talk about Shah Rukh Khan and how his uh, buyback was really good for Punjab. And we're also looking at West Indies uh, all-rounder audience Smith. Now, I think they can certainly book a slot for themselves in the lower middle order and, you know, fi- give firepower to that batting. Now, we also have the uncapped spin bowling all-rounder in the form of Harpreet Brar. So, do you think... Punjab Kings has, you know, found this solid core where we have a good mix of youth and talent and can this actually, you know, manage it in the big leagues?
1: Certainly, yes. Um, Unlike the previous auctions, I certainly found my team actually planning a team for the next three to four years to come and not just the current season as they usually do. So, um, looking at the likes of Harpreet bra Rishi Dhava and Raj Bhava and... Of course, Shah Rukh Khan in the middle order. I do see a very good young Indian core this time around, which was not present in the previous seasons. We've we've been heavily dependent upon our overseas core always. So, of course, having a, a good Indian core feels certainly nice. Also, because I'm a huge Shah Rukh Khan fan. We did not utilize him properly last year, hmm. but we can certainly do it this time around.
0: Right. And uh, even Kagiso Rabada, we did talk about him and he's going to be leading a bowling attack that does include the likes of, you know, people like Smith and Ashneep Singh, possibly even Raj Bava, the very good acquisition and one of the leading, uh, you know, players from the recently concluded Under-19 World Cup. Now, it would have been an easy distraction to have, you know, this the biggest purse going into the auction but I think one of the biggest takeaways for Punjab was the fact that they were you know able to remain focused on the set of players that they did want to acquire and I think they have a very balanced squad and with uh, the acquisition of Rahul Chahar at least on paper they look sorted so what are your thoughts on this?
1: See, certainly sorted. Um, uh, nobody's actually uh, highlighting the domestic talent we've gone for this time. Um, but the likes of Prerak Mankad and um, uh, Ritik Chatterjee and even more people like Rishi who's who's uh, recently won the Vijay Hazare Trophy as captain with Himachal Pradesh. So I think we also have very fitting replacements for people who might just not either be unfit or just not be able to deliver. So I think the idea of replacements has been very, very spot on with the management this time. But um, again, one, one more thing that could have been better was that we should have uh, filled our overseas quota with all the eight players, which we did not. Um, so mm-hmm. seven is um, a little uh, shaky for me. But um, yeah, I think... This time, it can still work out for us only because we have better organization of the entire squad which wasn't present in the previous seasons.
0: Right. And uh, in your, this answer, you did talk about, uh, you know, some of these crucial domestic recruits. So, who is this one player that you're personally looking forward to, you know, seeing them shine if given enough opportunities?
1: I think uh, it has to be either Prerak Mankad or Jitesh Sharma, wicketkeeper batsman of Saurashtra. Okay. These two are um, certainly two uh, domestic talents with the bat. At least I'm looking forward to. And uh, as far as all-rounders are concerned, we've had Rishidhavan in our 2014 season, which was very special for us. And um, having him back is uh, alongside the likes of Sandeep Sharma. Um, actually, feels very emotionally nostalgic to me because. Those years as a fan were very special to me. Um, so, having these two back in the squad actually not only gives their um, talented services to the team, but also very emotional and special feelings to us as fans because we've seen those days of glory and um, the difficult days hurt even more when you've seen glory in the past. Mm. So I'm looking forward to um, uh, the glory days back again with the likes of Rishidhavan and Sandeep Sharma. So Rishi Dhawan certainly makes it to my uh, first playing 11 for the team.
0: Right. And uh, this probably could be a tricky one, but if you had to do a SWOT analysis for Punjab Kings, how, what would what all components would it entail?
1: Um, I think we should go with just one overseas bowler, okay. um, which is likely to happen. I don't think they will include the likes of Nathan Ellis alongside Rabada. And um, playing both of our Overseas batsmen in the likes of Johnny Besto and Liam Livingston is going to be a befitting um, combination. And of course, one overseas all rounder, we can either have Bhanuka Rajapakse who bowls a little and bowls decent, or we can either have Odin Smith, of course. So, this is my little combinative analysis for the side. But um, I can actually, like, help out in creating a good playing 11 on social media if they require the analysis through the fan club.
0: Right, yeah. And uh, if you were a part of the think tank and the team management did ask you to, you know, come up with an ideal playing 11, what would that look like?
1: Um. See, my playing 11 will begin off with Shikhar Dhawan opening the batting with... Johnny too. I'll I'll make a bold call there. I'll take Mayank Agarwal down the order at number three, only because we require one player who can anchor a little for the side because we lack that place. Mm -hmm. And um, due to this um, fulfilling spot, I required either of Steve Smith or Suresh Raina in the latter part of the auction, but only because we did not go for either of these, I would want Mayank Agarwal to go down one position and come in at three yeah. and letting Shikhar Dhawan opening up with Johnny Bairstow, followed by Liam Livingston at four, um Khan at five, uh, Rishi uh, Rishidhavan at six, um, Odin Smith at seven, Harpreet Brar at eight, Kagiso Rabada, Rahul Chahar and Arsteep Singh. Perfect.
0: So I, can... I have two yeah.
1: spinners. One is a right-arm leggy and the other is a left-arm slow left-arm bowler. Hmm. I'll have uh, eight polling options in total. Everyone bowls except the top three. And we have batting until number nine, that is Kadi Sorabada. So this looks like a perfect lineup for me.
0: Perfect, yeah. It looks really balanced and uh, having batting depth in a T20 side, obviously, you know, is uh, one of the most... Added advantages that any team can boast of. So that was a good uh, playing level you posted. Thank you. And uh, that concludes our analytical part of the episode. We move on to the rapid fire. So are you ready?
1: Yeah, certainly yes.
0: (laughs) So who do you think was the best buy?
1: Best buy for us, Shikhar Dhawan. Worst buy. Worst buy. This has to be a bold call. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. We have any worst buys, but I'll still, um, maybe go with Smith only because he's inexperienced and costs a lot.
0: Okay, who was the surprise buy?
1: Surprising buy was also Shikhar Dhawan because I thought they will go for Warner, but instead they went for Shikhar Dhawan. So yeah, Shikhar Dhawan is one surprising buy for me.
0: And who do you think will be the player of the season from this squad, according to you?
1: From this squad, someone who can be our, um, let's say, uh, MVP, that can be Johnny Best. too.
0: Okay, and Dark Horse for PKS this season?
1: Dark Horse, Rahul Jaher.
0: Surprise player?
1: Surprise player, um, let's, let's go for Harpreet Brar.
0: Okay, and your expectations from Punjab Kings this season?
1: Um, At least we'll make the playoffs. I cannot guarantee the trophy. Hmm. But at least this team looks like they'll make the playoffs.
0: And your unbiased prediction on where Punjab Kings will end up this season?
1: My unbiased prediction is number 3.
0: Okay. And uh, yeah, that pretty much does conclude our uh, rapid fire round. Do you have any parting thoughts or uh, anything to convey to the fans?
1: Um, to the fans, I'm only going to say that support as much as you can. Um, uh, it's it's after all, it's the support which matters to me it, as a as a runner of the fan club and also the community representative of Punjab Kings. So what fans can mean to one franchisee, it is beyond the expectations of uh, human uh, psychology so what impact the fans make as people as representatives of beat any franchise or any football club in the world so that culture actually motivates the players to do even better because mm-hmm. once you create a pride out of a club um, it's no longer just a sport but also a fight for your pride so, yeah, that's, that's all of uh, what I want to convey as a fan. So, keep on supporting, keep on building a culture among the fans. Be it, you, may, you can be a fan of any team. This, this goes um, commonly to the fans of all the franchises. So, keep on building a culture. Let's, let's make IPL1 iconic. It already is, but even more iconic in the world.
0: Wow, was really well put. And uh, with this, we draw curtains on the episode that served as a review of Punjab Kings. Uh, First up, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you for, uh, you know, joining me on the podcast and for obviously leaving us all with this fantastic insights. Yeah. And uh, thank you also for, you know, accommodating this interview in your busy schedule. I know we, you know, planned this on short notice, but uh, we did coordinate it well. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, having you on the podcast sometime soon in the future as well. Till then, take care and all the best. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Wonderful podcast.
0: Thank you music I'd like to thank you all for ardently supporting my blog and this podcast. We're growing each episode strength to strength. It really gives me the strength and zeal to keep working and delivering quality content to you all. A heartfelt thank you. Do check out at the rate never on the back foot on Instagram and at the rate never in the back one on Twitter for the latest facts, trivia, quizzes, terminology, fresh tweet, retweets and a lot more that's coming up this cricket season just for you. The podcast is also streaming on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast and a lot of other platforms. So please do spread the word. Also, feel free to share your thoughts and suggestions for the already published episodes and recommendations for future topics. Do share this episode widely and your support is really appreciated. See you next time, listeners. Cheers, stay safe and take care. Bye for now.